Welcome to the No Cap Show, hosted by Venga Dragon, an old school gamer since having an email address in the 1980s, born and bred in New York, proud founder of Hype Horizon Esports, and now broadcasting live from Europe, let's hear it for your OG host, the Dragon King, Venga. What's up, everybody? It's Venga Dragon, and today we're going to talk about how esports teams earn money. In 2022, the esports industry is going to top $1.5 billion in revenue. And that's not just from tournament winnings. A lot of people will say that the easiest way to earn money in the esports scene is to just enter tournaments and win them. But you're not getting the total share of that $1.5 billion. A lot of industry professionals will agree that starting an esports team is it's pretty easy. You just get in there and you start competing. It's not as easy as it looks on the surface. You have to put contracts together, speak with lawyers, make sure that your players are doing well and also well-trained and sticking together. It's a long-term situation to win tournaments because you don't necessarily win the first one that you go into. Even tier two and tier three teams are pretty competitive. The seed is full of lots of great players. Another point is, is that when you create an esports team, it's not like you just keep the team forever. You have to make sure that your players are happy. You have to keep the team, which requires solid contracts. Both the players and the esports organization need to know what the other side's expectations are. You have to be in it for the long term and get through the hard times. It requires training. It requires building relationships, updating equipment and making sure that everybody's happy so that you guys can get to the end goal, which is to earn money. Once you start competing, you then have to compete in as many tournaments as you can to start becoming profitable. Let's just say that you win the first one. You may not win the next 10. Now this gets us up to the second part is how esports teams make money and they start by doing content creation and streaming. Content creation and streaming are also long-term commitments. You have to compete against a lot of different content creators who've been in the space for a long time and get your name out there. It's not like you just start making content and start getting paid, but creating content is a way that you can get through some of the hard times when there is variance in winning tournaments. This is what I call self-sponsoring. One and two are the building blocks of having an esports team. The first one, get the team, start competing. The second one is doing content creation and streaming. And that will bring us on to the next one. Merchandise is one of the ways that esports teams hedge the variance as well and self-sponsor. They create merch because they've developed a fan base through either winning or streaming and content. You have to do streaming and content first and also win to sell merchandise. Each person on your team can be a content creator and streamer, or management can just be a content creator and a streamer so that they can bring money in and sell merch and develop the brand. So the first three steps are integral to making sure that you can get to the next part, which is the biggest and most lucrative way that esports teams earn money in the space. And the way that they do it is through sponsorships and partnerships. Your esports team has to be recognized. If it's not winning, it has to be recognized for some type of entertainment. And then when it wins, it can leverage this through having sponsors and partnerships. Sponsors and partnerships make up about 65% of the $1.5 billion that's going to be spent in esports 
in 2022. It all starts with the foundation of having a successful esports team that is recognized by the public. Brand awareness is huge. And the only way that you can get that is through two methods, either one, you win tournaments against the best, or two, you create content and stream and create an environment where people have a loyalty to the brand so that sponsors can then push their agenda and their products and services to the public. One of the key components that team owners can bring to the space is, is that they must train the players in how to deal with the public, whether it's PR for the brand or they're marketing a product or service for a sponsorship. They have to make sure that they represent both companies in a positive light. It kind of reminds me of when I was in college, I was trying to become a professional baseball player and the minor leagues taught us how to deal with the press. They also taught us how to do the post-game interviews and just generally present the brand, our team, in a positive light. I think the main takeaway of that is that something that I bring into Hype Horizon is the fact that I want the players that are on our team to be able to deal with the public and just kind of know what they're doing and how to handle themselves in a professional, meaningful, positive attitude in the esports arena. All the things I talked about take time. Winning is very important, but without winning, you can't establish a brand that is recognized by the public as something positive. So you have to make sure that you put in all the hard work. It takes time and dedication. All parties involved must be in it for the long haul. Hype Horizon's in it for the long haul. We're going to be banking content on this channel and you can check out our esports teams. We're an up and coming organization that spreads positivity and hype. So as I always say to everybody, I always say, stay positive and stay hype.